and welcome back to Three Dads and a Console. We know not everyone can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about. So we're here to do it for you. And remember, this show is kid-friendly. No swearing and no earmuffs are needed. Now on with the show. I'm one of your hosts, Wobble Plays, alongside, as always, the Swiss Chalet, Court Lalon. Hello, Court. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. What is Swiss? What does Chalet mean? Okay, so Swiss Chalet is a chicken franchise. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't um, do that. It is a rotisserie chicken franchise here oh, in Canada oh. that is very, very famous to us here in the Canadian, in the Great White North. Um, that it's like a rite of passage. Like everybody gets it, everybody eats it. It's everywhere. Um, they have what we call chalet sauce. It is phenomenal. What does chalet mean? No, I don't know. It's that's it's, it's a chalet is a house. So it's a Swiss house using a French word in Canada. Let it go, dude. And I'm also joined by the one and only only Pez. Hello, Pez. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing this evening? I'm good. I'm just hanging out in my chalet. Uh, I would like everybody to know that I every show, no one knows this because I am a tech wizard, but every show I ask these two bozos if they're ready. They say yes. Then they go on to a different topic and about 10 seconds before the show starts, I go, we're going live. We have five. And every time Waba goes, oh my god, what? Like I wasn't, like I didn't say to them, gentlemen, are you ready? And they didn't say, yes, let's go. He gave me a three second warning. I was like, ah! So... Because they there were we talking are. about Maroon 5. Well, kind of. <laughs> Court was singing. Uh, yeah. I, so today it. I was at the gym. Um, so if you want to get into this, we're, we'll get into this. Today I was at the Do gym. It. And um, Maroon 5 Sunday morning came on on my uh, my phone. And I started singing it, and I realized that the thing is a banger. It's a huge jam. I love that song. And everybody at the gym was looking at me, and I didn't care. So then I tweeted it out, and it seemed to be a thing that everybody agreed with me on, that it's a great song, and everybody loves it. And so then I was, before the show, I was serenading Waba and Pez and singing the song to them. Yeah, we, uh, we might get DMCA'd, and you also might fall in love with him if he sang it to you. Um, did I actually sound good? I mean, you hit a note. Oh, it did. Yeah, you hit a wow. note. Wow! Oh, I did. Oh, so, well done. Nice. Let me let me say Maroon. 5. I don't know why I have strong opinions about Maroon Five. Their first song, I don't like. What? For, what do you mean their first song? Read the first one that anybody heard about. But the song "This Love" is an absolute bop. There, oh, dude, Maroon Five. I looked at my phone. And I was like, dude, I got a lot of Maroon Five. But then you have like moves like it's it's just. <laughs> It's it's so it fluctuates so much, and they don't need to. They can just be good. They shouldn't try to. What are you talking about? They got great songs. Moves like Jagger. It's a great song. Zoomers can't even sing along because they don't know who that is. Oh, stop! But anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's what's going. <laughs> this is what you folks miss when you're uh, not listening in the intro. Um, but you can see us at YouTube.com/slash/that's in a console and hang out with us and interact with us. Um, but we have a few good uh, topics for you. Um, first thing I just want to mention quickly, uh, for those who care about NHL, NHL GWC, I didn't qualify because I wanted to give other people a chance to win. Um, yeah, that's not true. A, he, 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 um, a good that's guy. Not... So, oh, wait. Oh, we're dumping on Wabba. Wabba, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Now you know who your friends are. Pez immediately took the high road and agreed and court shut me down. So 
no, I, I don't I don't want to lie to people. That's rude. I do it every day at twitch.tv slash wobble plays. Um <laughs> these are facts. It was uh it was interesting. So they had like a big it was in uh Montreal Montreal, um as they say. During the draft. Yeah, well it's because it's associated with the NHL. So they actually had some of the draftees there. Uh I think God, I forget their names. Um, but they Shane had Wright. like was some, Shane Wright there. Shane Wright was there. There was is, a geeky was there. Is EA gonna make the game better so that like you know like if you had a Bergeron card you could play it and get that card better and if he plays better in a season like that card becomes better and there's not like seven different cards of the one card and like ooh I like this card but I gotta get this like super duper version of it. He would start at a ninety nine because um, he's perfect. But it was kind but of like, cool. hey, are they but- gonna do that? Are they gonna do that so they they make the game like I want to play it? No, but Batman was there, and the whole Twitch just wrote boo. It was so good, and it made me feel amazing. But anyway, it was just a fun event. If you missed it, I mean, I don't know if you have to go back and watch it. Um, I will say, though, so uh, it was between the same two people it was last year, and the other person won, so it was someone named Grennan Regs. Regs wins. He's, like, all excited. He gets his trophy, and the person hitting the smoke button just, like... It bangs it, and it's just the the stage is full of like the smoke coming from the top. It's like I couldn't see him; I thought he was going to disappear. And then they give him a wrestling belt with like the NHL thing on it, which is cool. Right, my only issue—that's was it though. It was yeah. The only my only issue was someone put it around his waist. This isn't boxing, my guy. You put it around your shoulder. You carry that thing around on your 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 heart. What? You you put it on your waist like a champion. You say weird things. You Would you wear it as your, a belt? You put it around your waist as a champion. No. Well, Oh no! You you hold it and you carry it up here. What? How? Like a true wrestler. Have you ever what? seen The Rock? John Cena actually wear the belt? I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about good wrestlers. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm just ignoring him at this point. All right. Well, anyway, that's it's uh, wrestling Hulk Hogan and rolling over right now. in his Roydy Magoo <laughs> grave right now. Hulk Hogan is even, still even with us. still alive. The late Hulk Hogan. Um. So anyway, let's get to the real topics. Uh, first thing we want to talk about is one of our good friends, Outright. Outright has a, two new games on Games Pass, so we want to touch on those and um, also talk about uh, you know some of the other things going on this this uh, round with Game Pass. So Court, give us a drop oh, some notes yes. on the phone. Sorry, I was, I, I was I was listening to Maroon Five again, and oh, I love the fact that like, no one else. Yeah, he was. He was jamming again. It's stuck in my head. So awesome news for the dads out there. Two new games are coming to Game Pass this month from our friends over at Outright Games. And I have to say they're bangers. All right. We've got Peppa Pig coming to cloud console and PC. That's like uh, the ultimate banger of any game. Plus, you can still go out there and buy the DLC. Uh, That Peppa Pig game is for the dads out there. An easy 1000 achievements. Like nobody's business in maybe two hours. You can smash through the whole game, but your kid is going to love this game. And then you have Adventure City Calls, the Paw Patrol game, which you can play with your kid that is also coming to Game Pass. So our friends over at Xbox and our friends over at Game Pass are killing it again, getting some games that we can play with our kids on there. Also coming to Game Pass, we've got Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Koami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2. So the Yakuza games are coming right back. And then we also have Matchpoint Tennis, Road 96, Escape Academy, and we have Overwhelm and Power Wash Simulator. But I want to get back. Oh, also, I want to say this because I sent this message to Pez for our friends and our listeners who like playing MLB the show for Xbox players only. There's a Celebrate Summer at the Ballpark bundle that's coming. 
and it's coming on July 12th. You get one diamond cover athlete choice pack, one diamond ball player pack, and five show packs. That is actually <laughs> unbelievable. When I when I sent it to Pez, even him, he was like, geez, like that is a um that's like a hundred thousand stubs right there, eh, Pez? That's legitimately very good. Yeah, like people were getting diamond packs this weekend and a lot of people were pulling trouts and all that. Um, so we're getting one of those packs. I didn't pull anything, don't worry. Me neither, I pulled 85s. But you're a diamond cover athlete. So these cover athlete things, when you have them all, you get a Joe Maurer. Um, and they're hard to get. Like those packs, they've been... doesn't matter. You know what? I could diatribe and go into this all day. I want to get back into... Um, what we were thinking about outright games and possibly uh, maybe they got a deal with Xbox because we've almost, it's kind of funny. We months ago were like, I, we, what, what does game pass need? And we're like, as a parent, our first thought was game pass needs kids games. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of everything else and Xbox doesn't have kids games. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, the Ryan's uh, racers comes on and then all of a sudden all these games from outright just start hitting up on game pass. And I love it. Like it's, it's easy recommendation to friends. I'm just like, it's like Disney plus how we say there's stuff for adults and there's stuff for kids. Now game pass can literally go out there and they can say, well, there's stuff for kids and there's stuff for adults. There's stuff for everyone. There's even stuff for the teenagers with your Fortnites and your, your Roblox and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Your Roblox. Um, Outright games. Legitimately. I think there's two companies that do child gaming very well lego and outright games and that's it yeah and lego i i would say that some lego games are probably tough right for young kids like kids like your age like the the ages of your children it lego games are probably tough right you probably need to help them and i would say like the late the earlier ones like Mar- uh, marvel avengers right or I'll, I'll give you i'll give you an example i'm trying I, we've tried to play the lego games me and my daughter and she has a difficult time still she's five and a half mind you you know what game she didn't have a difficult time with teenage mutant Ninja turtles Shredder's revenge she loves that banger. game what a banger but outright consistently puts out good child friendly and we're talking probably the age of i would say three to four to whenever they want to move on to something else yeah uh almost almost pick up and play teaching you the foundation of gaming like this is what these games are teaching you they're easy to us they're easy we can blow through paw patrol or whatever and two hours my daughter still plays uh right now she's still playing my little pony on the switch still playing but what it what their games are doing is a giving your child something that they can play that you know isn't going to have some weird like user created stuff or some random and this is why we do reviews on youtube.com slash three dads on a console right like not going to have some random death scene or whatever it's stuff that you can feel comfortable having them play uh but it's also laying the base of platforming puzzle solving stuff like that which is very important because i have had my now almost 11 almost 11 my 10 year old when she was six seven play super mario brothers for nes and got super frustrated at the first goomba right because like it's not to us it's not hard 
but she couldn't comprehend it. But if you get a game that they're invested in, characters that they're invested in, and then all of a sudden they are uh, able to take what they learn from these games as they get older and build upon that with different games. Out- Outright Games does a fantastic job for this age group laying the base. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, every kid should play their games. You're uh, 100% correct because when we got the and Switch and my daughter played 3D Mario, playing more of the she games. Like she's played all the Paw Patrol games. She's time finished time. them all. Now when those games come out, she gets them. She can finish them in a f- three to four days. It used to take her weeks. She, sm- she smashes through in three to four days, but still enjoys them and then goes back and does the replayability. But she's able to now play 3D Mario and understand what she needs to do. I don't have to tell her anything. She knows she's got to avoid the bad guy and jump on them. She knows what she's got to do. It's crazy you bring up Mario because like now they think about it. So our first games were like Nintendo, Mario, all that. My daughter's first console game was PJ Masks. Peppa Pig. Like this is like legit like this is like a memory like i have like videos and pictures of her playing because i thought it was funny of her peppa pig and she's jumping in the puddle and she's just laughing her butt off and i'm like okay let's go left and right she's still working on that which is you know whatever but then she just hits it again and just starts laughing like she understands that like i hit this button and this thing happens and, and it's Wobble just was really laughing because cool. he was getting trophies Oh, dude, I got I, I still haven't had the platinum, but she was racking up some mean trophies. I was finding, <laughs> I, we found everything at the beach, dude. Everything. <laughs> I, I authentically like Peppa Pig. Um, but it's just fun. And like, that's like a memory we have. I'll have to like tweet out those pictures because it's her just having fun. And it's like, that's what you said. Like, Bez, it's like, you know, you don't have to like understand how to beat the game, but it's playing those foundations. She learns that I press button. I get I get action. And, you know, it's it's just nice. And they have games that will grow with you, too. So, look, all of us as gamers had games that taught us how to play games. And eventually we moved away from those. Right. Outright games for the age group makes the best, the best games that your son or daughter can play that they will enjoy. And that's it. That's the fact. And now now that they're on Game Pass, there is no excuse if you have the ability to access Game Pass, whether it's through your PC, through your Xbox or even through your mobile phone, because we're not we're not talking about, you know, outright games isn't made. These games aren't made for us. So the control schemes are not going to be incredibly difficult to learn. Right. You can use them on a phone and they'll be a, you'll be able to play them. And that's the best part. These games are in the cloud. So I can let when I'm sitting there, my daughter's like, you know, fidgety. I'm like, here, go play Peppa. Just just take my phone. Go play Peppa. Oh. If you can, if you can access Game Pass and you have a son or daughter who is anywhere from four to ten, I'm going to say that is interested in playing, whether it's Peppa Pig or whether it's the upcoming uh, DC Super Pets game that'll be coming out in anywhere in between. Right. They can do that and they'll. They'll learn uh, the basis of things like platforming again, platforming, puzzle solving, cart racing, Trophies. all this stuff, all this stuff <laughs> that may be too uh, that may be too advanced in games like Mario Kart. Right. Because like Mario Kart's tricky, dude. And a four year old's not going to pick up Mario Kart <laughs> and be able to play it. Like, let's be honest. But they can pick up, um, you know, uh, wow, what's the game? It's uh, Axel City. Well, what's the game? It's right on the top of my head. Oh, uh, Bla- um, Blaze and the Monster Machines. Blaze and the Monster Machines. Pick it up, learn how to play kart racing, and then in you know as they get older, they pick up Mario Kart or whatever, Sonic Racing or whatever, and they're like, oh, I've done kart racing. I get this. Daughter's already playing Mario Kart. She won her first race. She only does 50 CCs, but she can win a race. 
And I know. swear, all these games that she plays now and she's good at, if it wasn't for the gains from outright, she would have been getting frustrated because the when I first got my Super Nintendo Mini, I said it. She was playing like Super Mario Brothers three, and she just couldn't get it, and she she hated video games. Now this morning, she gets up first thing this morning. We're like we're having breakfast, and like, what do you want to do? She's like, can we go play Ninja Turtles for a bit? I was like, yeah, yeah, we can go play Ninja Turtles. Done. And and I want everyone out there to listen when I tell you. We are not shilling outright games because we get anything from it. We we're talking about outright games because we believe in the product. Well, that was the thing. That's that's how they that's how we even they even got we got into contact with each other is because we believed in their product and we were already buying their games. Mm -hmm. So So you mentioned if you have the ability to play them and you, again, have a son or daughter in that four to ten range, we'll say play them. They will highly enjoy them. You know what CC stands for in Mario Kart? No. Cubic centimeters. The larger the number, the bigger the engine. It's a measurement of engine size. I just had to look at a bigger engine equals faster speeds. Dude, you you want kids to play Mario Kart? No. Have them play an outright game instead where they use not metric. Have you ever played 200cc on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Man, what a what a mess. Yeah, do Rainbow Road and try not to throw up. Um, <laughs> so that's our... That's, uh, fair. that's our uh, what your kid should be playing this week suggestion of the week. Um, also, go play Power Wars Simulator. Dude, hey, hold Dad's on, hold on. That, that, is, that is a show. Simulator. Hey, hold on. We should do that. We could like suggest a game each week. There we go. You just got a new segment. There we go. Yeah, go play Peppa Pig. Fantastic. And w- w- you said power wash him. Go power wash your actual home. Yeah, dude. These simulator games. I'm sorry. Nope. What if you live in an apartment? Then go. You- someone will pay you to do it. As, as a dad who has to cut his grass and power wash his deck and all that kind of stuff, I don't need a video game to simulate that. In no way, shape, or form is it like, oh, this is relaxing. You're going to tell me you'd rather power wash a virtual house than your own house? I am not advocating for Power Wash Simulator. I'm just saying different strokes for different folks, my dudes. You're a different stroke. You're a weird. Well, I guess this is a child friendly podcast. Or I would have a comeback for both of you. It's not a power washing friendly podcast. (laughs) So, Pez, speaking of something that wasn't so friendly. Yeah, there was a game that was announced today and we are all excited. God of War, the Ragnarok is coming and we're getting God of War Ragnarok on November 9th, 2022. Like, dude, seriously, they couldn't just make it at 11-11. It would have been so hilarious, but they didn't. That's fine, Sony. We appreciate it. Um, That also shows us the the fall lineup of, oh my God, there's way too many games that are coming out between October and... Ridiculous. um, It's it's crazy. All the way to January because you got Dead Space in January. Um, And Avow apparently is coming out in January now. Yeah, so... It looks awesome. I am extremely excited to play it. Um, I, I can't. My hype level. I didn't. I all I've watched is the cinematic trailer for it. I haven't watched any of the gameplay. So like when I saw the memes of the people with the boat, I know what they're talking about because I saw the memes. But I haven't watched anything because I want to go in. Um, this this game to me is a lot like The Last of Us, where I I know I trust the team that makes the game. I, I, I can't wait to play this game. Uh, I love the story. I love how Kratos has got a kid, everything about it. Um, I'm all over it. Um, but Pez was a little upset 
about the, the, the different the different the different editions. Look, look, look. All right. Sony came out today. Everyone was uh, everyone's hat hit the ceiling with the announcement of the release date. Uh, then they announced the collector's edition. Okay. And I got on my little soapbox and I was like, Hey, I think collector's editions basically like we shouldn't stand for collector's editions that don't have the games in them. I misspoke and I should have said physical games because, uh, if you are giving a steel book, you should just put a disc in that game for the steelbook. That's all. I wasn't angry at the I, the notion of collector's editions. I get it. You want your cool stuff. Get your cool stuff. But if I'm spending two, 200, 300, sometimes even 400 for these editions, I want the game in the... Uh, like, I want the physical game to go in my steelbook up on the shelf when I'm done playing it. That's what I was annoyed at. I don't want, what is the point of an empty steel book? There isn't one. Well, there is not. No, no, there's well, no, I know, well. I know people that I don't put like those it. up on the wall. Yeah, I, no, I get it. I think there's, there's, there's two parties here, two camps. There's the, the Wabas and the Pezzes that still buy physical media. Yes. True. I don't. If if I get it, I get it. Um, I don't go after it. I will definitely buy the digital first. Um, I truly believe that next gen, we probably will be digital only consoles. Um, I truly think like the, the the version that comes out that's the side version will be the disc version. I, I truly think that they're, we're going to a digital only future. Um, but it's not that I don't like physical copies. I have physical copies of Assassin's Creed and I have, I don't have, I had an Xbox series S and I upgraded to the X because I did need the disc drive to play my old games. Um, so I understand your plight, but they are giving you the game. They are giving you a digital copy. And if, if anything taught us about Halo Infinite, that disc didn't have anything on it. So Gamer Graham in chat at youtube.com slash leader that's in a console, just like you can come and interact with the show. Gamer says, Graham, you could always just come on the show. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, let's cut out the middle person. But basically, he says that it's PS4 and PS5. So I, I imagine the thought of instead of creating uh, Collector Edition A that has PS4 and Collector Edition B, they can just do one just, thing and go. just exactly. And, and then you get the free upgrade. It, logistically, it makes sense. I understand. Like, actually, like that reason. That makes a lot of sense. That I makes still much hate it. more sense. I still hate it. That We're still getting I that ten dollar upgrade. I don't like that. I don't like the ten dollar upgrade thing that Sony's doing. But <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. You get the, you get the the the, the bazunga edition with a whole bunch of th- hammers and wood things and your code, and you have to pay ten bucks. No, yeah. it's the physical version. So from what I'm reading, and Graham can correct me, he says, we're getting the $10 upgrade from PS4 to PS5, whereas the digital unlocks both. The PS4, my guess is PS4 yes. and PS5. Version. Correct. The digital, if you buy the digital version, you get the digital PS4 code, the digital PS5 code with your game. And that, and I, I, I do think that's kind of bungus because we all know there is no game on said discs anymore. All these discs are is just little CD keys to download the game from the store. It's not like you can, your if your PlayStation Five was offline and your PlayStation Four was offline, not connected to the internet, and you put this game in, you ain't playing anything because there's nothing on the disc. Just, these, are, these are just what's there anymore. Um, but 
in fairness to Sony, people pay them. Of course. Oh yeah, that thing's gonna sell out. I had my buddies that I play Overwatch with texting about it, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get it." Shout out Trey. Of course. But it just, um, I mean, the empty disc, it's just weird. Any collector's edition is going to sell out. Like you put, you put a Halo Infinite collector's edition together with like a Spartan helmet. It's selling out. Like it just, it just is what it is. I though would not buy a collector's edition if if I was getting a steel book and not oh, a physical. Can, game can we talk about that collector's edition has a freaking hammer that looks unbelievable and I need it. So, I don't okay. care about the okay. game. That's I, another thing. You know, I just can want I, the hammer. Can I once again rant yeah, about can, collector's editions? Sure, that hammer's I, sexy. My worry about collector's editions is that you will pay too much for an inferior product. Like you can dress a product up in Photoshop or by photos or whatever and make it look really nice. I, you know, McDonald's commercials versus McDonald's in hand, right? Like my worry is you will pay $300 for a product that you get and you're like, oh, it's a quarter of the size I thought it would be or it's just not put together well. That is also a reason why I don't do collector's editions because they that scares me. I have been dissatisfied because of Sony first party collector's editions at times. Um, I felt that the statues were not super high quality for the price that it commanded. Um, I'd rather them focus solely on like a statue or a big physical thing instead of spreading out that amongst like other weird small things. Um, But I just I wish, you know, maybe it's in supply chain issues, but I just I hope the quality is worth the price. Um, So I agree with you there. And it's so up and down, right? Because Graham is saying like the last of us two collector's edition wasn't great, but Horizons was. That's a dude. Okay, I wasn't going to call it out. Yeah, I was uh, not super happy with the statue. I was happy with all the other things inside. I well, thought like, the just, were cool and stuff like that, but the statue, it was huge, but it wasn't like super detailed. You have, hold on. You have the Last of Us 2 statue? Yes. Oh, do you remember how you haven't sent me anything in the mail yet? Just put yeah. that in the box. Or any Last of Us thing. I need something for the background. I got no Last of Us back here. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll try hang up a golf club. <laughs> how about you just, you know, maybe, maybe my statue is the last of them. But, um, I already said Abby yeah. got uh, Joel golf around a golfer Father's Day. People but, like it's too early. It was like three <laughs> years ago. It's fine. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of collector editions, and I just I don't know when I see some like that without the game, it just makes me it gives me a weird feeling. And again, I I buy a lot of collector's editions. Granted, they're for games that I'm you know a huge fan of, but I will I will pay the extra money for it. Um, and I will say PS4 and prior, I would say the collector's editions were very good in terms of quality. Wow. Even Can it, um, break, breaking insomniac games just tweeted hi and Corey Barlog replied, Hey, I hope your today was awesome. Tomorrow is going to be even better. Oh, let's go. Look, I am. Uh, so there is a, a rumor that um, Insomniac is working on. Uh, oh no, that's uh, nope. That was. But they've already I'm crushed sorry, sorry, sorry. Insomniac's already crushed my dreams. I no, just wrote uh, infamous. No infamous. No Sly Cooper. I mean, and no one is working on them. 
Given that they are currently working on Spider-Man 2 and... And Wolverine. I get it. I get it. Um, man. I wonder... It's got to be Spider-Man 2 tomorrow. Hey, Spider-Man. What is with PlayStation not doing a state of play with any of these games and just be like, hey, blog post? I don't understand. <laughs> this is less than that. It's just, hi. And that's and that's they're going to announce it. I don't understand how you have the God of War release day, right? You have the date. They've known this date probably for a couple weeks now. Wasn't there a state of play like a week ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Just like drop it. That's even what I'm if saying. Even if it's a state of play for, I don't know, Gran the, Turismo 800, right? If it's Gran Turismo 800 Tokyo Drift, at the end of that state of play, fade to black, fade in, and all of a sudden Ragnarok sign, November 9th, 2022, fade to black, whole internet talks about it, everyone's watching that direct. Bingo, bango, bongo. Even if it's the last 15, 16 seconds, they're clicking on the video, right? And they're forwarding it and they're watching it. Viewer engagement. Sony, you can hire me. I'm not that expensive. So they ended their last state of play with Last of Us. Granted, the news was leaked, but they talked about the show. They brought out Troy Baker and it was that was actually cool. But um, that's how they ended it with Last of Us news. Last of Us, one news. That game came out. Be- like before my daughter was born why not end it with what Pence well, just said but I don't I just this was my whole thing it was funny I was talking about this in um, the carpool gaming uh, discord and I was like well everybody was like oh it was, it was great and I'm like well no it wasn't like I I thought God of War is a big enough game that like that if we had an E3 it would have been at E3 so why didn't they give it its own state of play um, put it in the state of play you could have just started the state of play with boy and then all of a sudden done the little trailer shown the release date and then still ended with the last of us and i would guarantee you because we walked out of that sony state of play and we're like it was good we would have walked out and said wow that was unbelievable (laughs) and if they do something tomorrow with insomniac now come on dude yep it just uh it just to me it doesn't make sense but that's why i don't work in for sony because i don't know what goes on give me the hype machine man that's all hey. so, uh, also round <laughs> I, I say it on the show and graham's like hey yo <laughs> i see you graham rounding back to uh ragnarok uh, i think it's gonna be phenomenal let me ask you gentlemen day one purchase for you yes yes i, have uh, not play- <laughs> I haven't played the other spoiler alert i will be reviewing it uh thanks oh. to our friends over at playstation canada um so yes said, day day one you said spoiler alert i yeeted yeah. those headphones across the room uh, <laughs> but i mean obviously no I, no I know nothing about the game i um and if they weren't if they weren't um if i wasn't going to be reviewing it i would 100 percent be buying that game over under on and uh, we'll set the bar at uh 450 and a half people uh, complaining about Thor uh, being a fat a fat guy and not the Marvel Comics Thor. Over under, I think I'm I'd smash the over on that one. Oh, pound the over, pound it. That's gonna be the literally the only thing people focus on when leading up to it and after. Oh, oh, and who is voicing Thor? By the way, I don't know. Ryan freaking Hurst, who is who is? Oh yes, who I saw him. OP. He was on the Collector's Edition video. 
Yeah, he was Opie in Sons of Anthony, dude. Ryan Hurst is awesome. Ryan Hurst is, is Wait, awesome. Oh. He's going to be incredible as Thor. Guarantee it. Damn. He's, he was he, in... Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert, Kratos kills Dumbledore. <laughs> true. No. Dude, imagine Kratos just showing up in Hogwarts Legacy and it's like... Goliope! <laughs> Stop it, Snape. Well, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Hog, hog farts. Um... Yeah, I just, just saw the think, picture. though, we get we get Batman, Hogwarts, and God of War in the span of a month. It's going to be... Jesus, our wallets are going to kill us. Yo, everyone, all you fools taking time off to spend with your families in the summer and going to the beach? Big L. Small brain. You need to be taking... <laughs> Smooth brain. You need to be taking... How about Gamer Graham over here? Gamer Graham's guy. He's obsessed with his, his trophies and his achievements. He has to finish Batman and then jump right into God of War. He gets two weeks with Batman. Not yet. Yeah, not even. A week and a half with Batman. He gets a week and a half with Batman. Yeah. Can you at, do at it, some point, Can At you? some point, you, we will have to do a actual breakdown of the calendar from October to December 1st. It's or October to dude, January dude, 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 oh yeah, dude, to January 1st because you got Callisto Protocol, you've got Dead Space, Hogwarts, Batman. It's going to be crazy. God of War. Look, he, he took a week off for Elden Ring. Eh. So what I are mean, you going to do? You're just going to take off. So Graham, I'm going to ask you right now, what are you going to do? Just take off a week for Batman or are you going to take off a week for God of War? You know, Rachel you also off, drops in October probably. You take off three weeks. Well, he's got a platinum, both of them, right? He doesn't need to sleep. Oh, I don't know. That's and then that's, what? What happens if Xbox comes out of nowhere and says, "By the way, uh, Batman is Game Pass day and date." And one more thing. Yeah, exactly. But speaking of uh, Xbox, there's another big announcement that happened, and it has to do with a big, small franchise that you might not have heard of: Halo, uh, adding co-op. Court has yes. so details. Everybody, the co-op beta is available to everyone starting on the 11th. But you have to first be part of the Xbox Insiders program to do to play it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what you need to do is um, download the Halo Waypoint app onto your phone, tablet, whatever you want to do it on. Um, also download the xbox insiders app uh onto your xbox then sign up for xbox insiders then sign in through halo waypoint yeah i know but what that gets you to it gets you towards the flight like it gets so you can play the beta but i want to preface this to people that are playing the beta um, and graham who's in the chat you get no achievements while playing any betas so just like when i reviewed halo infinite i played through the whole campaign <laughs> on hard to find out i got nothing um so then i played it on easy when i played it through the next time um but you get zero but you get to go play it so i'm gonna be playing it as the 11th i'm gonna probably play for a couple days it is the one thing that i've been waiting for for halo to me halo is all about campaign co-op so i am excited about it um I don't think it's going to get me to go back into the multiplayer, but I do think that this will get Halo back into the conversation in the zeitgeist because this game is synonymous with playing with your friends. 
Hundred percent, and uh, I think it's a good step forward for Halo Infinite. It still has its issues. Uh, definitely has its uh, weird lack of content. I guess I'll, I'll say it when it comes to the campaign, in terms of all these sectioned off areas that look like you should be able to go there. But two main things were missing out of. Halo Infinite. One was co-op and two was the Forge, right? And we know both are coming. We know that they're both going to come. Uh, co-op is, we'll be here, is we're staring down the barrel of co-op, right? So we're going to get co-op. It's going to be, people will come back. They'll have a great time. Uh, and I think what co-op will do is, like Court said, it'll bring it back into the zeitgeist. So not only will you have the talk on Twitter and TikTok and blah, 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 but you'll also have people streaming it on YouTube and Twitch, which is honestly the most important thing. Uh, because now if you if you can get eyes on it, people will be like, oh, my God, now I can go play this with my, you know, my brother, my buddy, my wife, like whatever. Um, and then you're, you know, you're back. You're back in it. So I didn't think about that, like the whole TikTok thing. And I know it's, you know, Zoom or app, whatever. But like, so when you play like the, the best clips on are just silly things that happen with friends, you know, them talking, something crazy happening. And like even I, who didn't own an Xbox, played Halo co-op when I was a wee little lad. And I remember having good times at friends' houses and just playing and messing around, blowing something up. The warthog flips over and it's like, oh, man, dude, whatever. But like that's going to like people are going to one, get the nostalgia factor and two want to like relive that or try it out for the first time. And I think, Pez, you're right. Like you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of funny clips coming out of that. And I think it's going to have a resurgence just because people are going to goof around. Or well, they're not also, even going to play the story. Just try to see how far you can flip your friend on the Warthog or something. Just also, it is uh, incredibly important for a brand to... So if Halo all of a sudden comes... Let's say it comes out tomorrow, right? On Monday, if a, if, if a Twitch streamer like uh, Gethalian is playing it with his buddies, right? We now... Halo now has what i don't know three thousand eyes on it at any point during the day during his stream his eight 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 hour ten hour stream halo now has at least three thousand i mean we're probably talking like tens of thousands sometimes with his stuff um amount of people watching this game so this will be this is a big deal for them and if it can find traction then halo is back right halo especially the halo campaign is back because Online, I mean, not online, open world co-op can be quite chaotic. And people love chaos when it comes to games. You and your buddy, like like Waba said, flipping each other around in Warthogs, d- driving the ghost to see how far you can take it, whatever, doing, trying to, trying to pull off trick shots. Like, this is all what co-op campaign is about. And laughs and then turning that into any type of, like, viral content. You know, that's all the rage now, viral content. Um, so this is a big deal for Xbox. And if they can pull this off and get Halo talked about enough that people come back and hopefully stay until Forge comes out or until they drop more of the season two Lone, Lone Wolf stuff. I think we're still in that season. I don't know. I haven't played it. Um then it's a W for Xbox. It's a big W. So it's a big deal Cause right now. Yeah, because they need one. It's a big it's a big a co-op doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is a big deal. It is. So it's I got hope, me going back into play Halo. 
So I hope they uh, I hope they smash it because again Halo camp co-op Halo are smashy some of, smash smash some of the best yeah times. yeah 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 oh I feel like we're going into a Maroon Five song right now I'm sorry I just can't some stop it's stuck in my it's still in my head like uh, co-op experiences that I've had Sunday morning rain is calling yeah yeah. I still think of the Sugar Ray song. I'm sorry. Uh, it, I can't. Tell Every you. morning there's a halo hanging over my bed. Shut the door, baby. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Weird Al do a, uh, a, a parody of that. You can't get DMCA, by the way, if we're singing it. Well, you can if it sounds exactly like Adam Levine. Well, mm. clearly we're not Adam Levine or the depending on what city. Yeah, from. like you said, I hit a note, but I don't, I don't think I can hit his notes. Uh, mm. Not with that attitude. Yeah, fair enough. We don't sound like Adam Levine or the Frosted Tips guy from Sugar Ray. Oh my god! So I was telling them before I Mark, said, uh, you know, Mark something. <laughs> oh, now it's gonna be stuck in my head. Oh, um, now I gotta Google it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's Mark Messier. Moving on. No, it's not. <laughs> you said it was. Uh, what, what was the other song that reminded you of? Every yeah. Morning by uh, Sugar Ray. Who Mark was McGrath. So, How did we turns, not get that? The song I was thinking of is not uh, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, Sugar, whatever. It's mm-hmm. Eagle Eye to be safe tonight, which is a safe total tonight. tonight. <laughs> so it's not going to break up tomorrow. tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> I listened wow. to that in fifth grade outside of elementary school core memory. Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry's on my chill playlist. So. Correct nerds. <laughs> I don't even think I have that on my phone. Let me see. Do I have Save Tonight? Let's see. It's I have like, the Troll soundtrack. It's very good. Save Tonight. Dude, the Troll I soundtrack don't... is very good. Uh, oh, I some, do have some band. Kendrick and slaps. <laughs> No one can hear it. Oh, a new I know you can see it. You can see it. Noise gate, and he's playing something below the decibel required. And he's like, it sounds great. We're like, it doesn't sound like anything. Court has the most optimized mic in the world. We can't. Isn't that good though? It is very good. It is very good. Not in the age of sharing music over your phone. <sighs> Sorry, so. y'all had to come listen to us sing. I know. And Nick, at least Nick Johnson's excited for the concert. Um, well, you I, know, I would be. You know, I could do a concert. We could do some songs. I would. Uh, okay, this, let's ask this a question. winter. Your three dads and a uh, three dads <laughs> and a carol coming to a nearest uh, <laughs> Sam Goody near you. Have, have you ever in? I want fun, a refund, Graham. Shove your stories in a sack. Have you ever performed a song? Doesn't have to be like for a play or anything, but like you know, in front of people. For fun or in like thing or if yes, not, I used song to be would in, you pick? I used to be in a choir, believe it or not. Oh, and uh, I used to do solos. Well, okay, well, so what, what, was your, what was your hit solo? Yes, hundred percent, I did. But this is when before my voice changed, so I was like, you know how I could hit that high note? I used yep. to be able to hit all the high notes, like no problem. <laughs> but I'm I sang terrible songs. What was? Uh, nope. That's not happening. Are you? But, uh, does karaoke just grade three, grade four, grade five? I was in the choir. Does karaoke? And then I hit puberty, and then it was over. Like I started singing, like you know, Soundgarden, and like I still can't even do that. But I can do high pitch music. I can, I can get, I can do the high notes still, 
and it's embarrassing. Hey, nothing wrong. I, with that. I, I don't look like Adam Levine, so I I can't. You know, I'm not doing it. He doesn't look like you, Court. That's Boom. that's his he problem. wishes he had hair like you, Court. Ooh. What about what's the best hype man in the world? Uh, if you if you if you performed, what have you performed? Does karaoke count? Hell yeah! What's oh, your man. what's your song okay. of choice? Okay, we open, ladies and gentlemen. We open with uh, <laughs> you do a Mississippi. Set? We yeah, we open with Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, yo, DJ, thank you, man. I, it's a, it's a nice tight fold in uh in and do do up today. Thank you so much. Uh, Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Then we go into Little Sister by Queens of the Stone Age, and then when we've had enough. Right when we've had enough bevies and the place is rocking, you end the evening with "Shook You All Night Long" by ACDC. Ladies and Yo. gentlemen, your boy is not an amateur when it comes to karaoke. I will get it popping and rocking. It'll be pop rocks up in here. Ooh, my my favorite performance is uh, "Intergalactic" by the Beastie Boys oh, because that song goes. <laughs> Hard and Hello Nasty, one of my favorite yeah, albums of all how, time. How are you going? Even, like you just said, you're like you're gonna sing it. Like there's no singing that song. I'm sorry. You think Pez is singing when he's singing Mississippi Queen? Oh, he's yeah, yelling microphone at high decibels. He's doing it though. I'm sorry. Pez Have you seen me do karaoke? No, you're yeah, just I, assuming. I, you're just assuming. I, I say I. I thought you could do it. I look at you and say that could be done. Like me, an easy one to do is you pick any country song. You do like a Garth Brooks or a Chris Stapleton or um, anything because it's easy to ch- it's easy it's easy to change your voice and do the the. It's very easy to do. believe it or not. Country music. There's a reason a lot of people sing it. It's because it's easier to sing along to. Uh, because you could do like the blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. It's very easy to change ruined your black tie affair you can do the whole twang thing Mm -hmm. but if i really wanted to do a song that i love i would do something by like the national or um i have to do slow songs um i can't scream um for my voice i need it to be like it can't be fast a little extreme more than words what a banger of a song. Or anything like uh, Sorry, slow I'm just pulling, I'm just pulling I don't I, I would never do anything by Chris Cornell or any artist that has um oh. what I would consider one hell of a beautiful voice just because it's just That's I don't think it's much. fair. I don't think it's fair. In terms Would of real s- singing, I sound like oh. uh two cats being thrown together. But dude, did you ever try Twitch had a uh they used to license music that a karaoke game? And used to be able to go on there and sing and then also duet with people. So you would do one half of a duet and then someone could actually like. Like Zach Brown is easy like to do. That. Zach Brown band. That is very Brown. easy to. It's oh, it's so easy to sing along to. Zach Brown's like my guilty pleasure listening. I have seen them live like seven or eight times now. Yeah, it's not a guilty right. pleasure. I like them. Guilty ple- like my guilty pleasure is like Avril Lavigne, but like not her new stuff. Like what do you my, mean guilty My thing that you guys don't, I know the words to more songs and more, more, I listen to more music and have more of that like uh, vernacular than I do with video games or anything else. Even sports. Yes. That is insane. If you don't know that that's insane wow. and you're listening, just understand that that is insane. Understand. I, I listen to like if I went on my phone, I could play a song and within minutes I will be able to do 
um, all the words. Actually, Can you sing my, some automatic Gucci. I, I think. <laughs> oh, bless that woman. Bless that woman, wherever she, whatever watering hole she went to. Bless her aged heart. Oh no, I ha- it has to be stuff that I like. I have it on my phone. Like it doesn't take me long. I think it just takes me to listen to a song twice, and I will remember the words forever. Hey, it's Paul. weird, dude. Is- I can do like it's so weird. It's you like a what? thing I have, and I don't. I don't understand it. We have a little bit of time. What is the online crush? So good. You have seen the most. Um, that would be so. I've seen the hold steady seventeen times. That is so Canadian of you. Why they're not Canadian? I just thought those. No, I'm getting. I'm mixing it up. Yeah, you tragically hip. I've seen yeah. like 12, 13 times. I've seen bare naked ladies like ten times. Um, I've seen a lot of. So when I lived downtown in my twenties, I moved downtown when I was like twenty, and I didn't leave there till I was thirty. I would probably see. 20 to 25 concerts a year because I would go to small shows like the whole steady yeah. plays uh, a very small venue in Toronto called the horseshoe and they'll play four nights in a row and I'll probably see two out of four nights every time they come to Toronto I've seen Arkells DJs I've seen the Arkells um, seven or eight times now because they open for other bands or they play benefit shows um, Arkells are amazing um, man the list of bands i've seen the strokes i've seen nirvana i've seen soundgarden a bunch of times seen soundgarden i saw soundgarden even at a small venue i've seen pearl jam. i'm going to pearl jam in september i have tickets to rage against the machine um i've seen probably i've i've seen tool i've seen garth brooks i've seen zach brown band like five times that's so many like foo fighters i've seen them so many times bruce springsteen i've seen chicago like i said i've seen nirvana i've seen stone devil pilots metallica megadeth uh pink floyd uh radiohead Mm. name the band that you're like oh i want to go i'm like yeah i've probably i've probably seen them because i live in toronto i'm i'm very blessed to live in a city where every band comes that's a good they point. all come to Toronto, so I get if if they're there, I get tickets. And I even Boston, I bl- like I bl- it's kind of the same here. I belong to all those. I know how to get tickets because you need to be part of the fan clubs to get tickets. So I join fan clubs to get tickets. That's how I go to Pearl Jam every time they come. Uh, it's wow. a thing. I don't. So I didn't start seeing live music really until like college a few times like that wasn't like i know we're talking about how like you like yeah i used to go see dropkick all the time and then like hey guys do you, you guys know? know that graham is old like me what he said oh rage against the machine 96 and tool two years ago hey graham that 96 concert was that the one at barry molson park the cart was there front row I think well because they were supposed to play um, after '96 because I think Barry Molson Park Rage maybe this is the one he's talking about is the one with Marilyn Manson and Soundgarden I can't remember because I also saw Rage there and I no. also saw them by themselves but I also I was supposed to go to the Beastie Boys Rage that got canceled but he'll he'll answer I don't know sorry I um so I've See only what seen when we talk about music you didn't know this it's a, it's a fun like so the uh, I've seen a lot of things like bands twice and not bands you would think I would say not bands artists. Luke Bryan, I think we've seen twice. Taylor Swift, we saw twice in two days in a row because my wife wanted to go twice and it was pretty sick. Um, I see Trans-Siberian Orchestra, the Christmas rock concert, several times. Um, the person I've seen the most, though, actually, is Mega Ran. Um, I've seen him, I believe, three or four times now, which for me, that's a lot. I just, I never, 
I didn't like do go to like live shows. That wasn't like really something I did. And maybe I didn't know I could. Um, one of my deepest regrets is not seeing Blink-182 live. Back oh, when I they saw Blink-182 like three or four times because they play a lot of a lot of festivals play in Toronto. Graham, no, I, we get to see a lot of bands because they play yeah. festivals and you just go to the festival every like, year. I get I get nostalgic. I'll watch things from like the Warp Tour and I get nostalgic for things I didn't see. You know who's really good okay. live? Nickelback. And I, like, really I'm good. Something unpopular with the Americans. I like Nickelback. Nickelback is not bad. No, we they're good. On them. Okay, guess it's what? Silly. Creed good. is good too. Yeah. My own prison. With my arms <laughs> wide open. Hold on. I could. With my arms wide open. Under oh the sunlight. Is Scott Staff. Is Scott Staff. Honey, Scott Staff's on the podcast. Pez, who's your repeat uh, offender? Uh, it is either. Oh my God, this is going to be such a Boston answer. It's probably Dropkick yeah, Murphy. Yeah. I, I, I've seen them three times, for God's um, sakes. Twice right, in Boston. The, the reason, the reason is, uh, my uh, best friend and his brother were good friends with the lead singer of a punk band and uh, local Boston punk band called Dark Buster. I don't know if anyone, people probably haven't heard of them. If you have, you're a real one. Uh, so that. Dude, your mic is like cutting. Out. It's not gonna happen. I feel like I'm listening to a song on a ham radio. News heard. <laughs> it's so, like on the AM setting. The news yeah. today. Am I listening to WEI and going under a bridge? Maybe. See my life. <laughs> it's a uh, great escape. So, so uh, I was. So they were friends with uh, Lenny, the lead singer of Darkbuster, um, the bassist for Darkbuster. Used to also play for a band called the Ducky Boys. I was big into Boston punk for a it's long just- time. <laughs> Big into Boston punk for a long time. But so whenever they would play in Boston, whenever the Dropkicks would play in Boston, Darkbuster would open for them. So we would just go to the show, like not even back to buy tickets. We would just go to the show, hang out with them, hang out with the Murphys after. Um, Paid shows, it's probably. Now, mind you, I grew up. My concert going years were between like 99 and like 2005. So it was a lot of new metal, which I like anyway, so it doesn't matter. So it's probably, um, <laughs> it's probably, it's probably Slipknot is probably who I've seen oh, the most or, or System of a Down. Those two bands. I've never seen System of a Down. That would be great. I so said, you, Pez, you know who Death From Above 1979 is? So they're a Toronto band. You would really like them. I've seen them a couple of times, but I never saw System of the Down. That would be cool. I will tell you, one of the best festivals I've ever been to was uh, OzFest 2001. Was that Soundgarden? Uh, That was, no, that was, uh, who played? It was uh, Slipknot. It was Black Sabbath. It was like the full Black Sabbath. Uh, It was Slipknot. It was Marilyn Manson. And it was Korn. Yeah, we're not allowed Uh, to talk about Marilyn Manson anymore. It was it was it's like legit person. new metal. It was like a legit metal new metal concert. It was great. Uh, like POD was there. It was weird, man. And then what? Dude, can I tell you one of the weirdest P-O-D, concerts P-O-D, I went about to? Papa Roach. I saw Papa Roach, Eminem, Papa Roach. and Exhibit with Limp Bizkit all in one concert, and it was uh, unbelievable. I also was that. I also saw that concert when they were in Boston. <laughs> I've seen Limp Bizkit like five times. Dude, and Limp Bizkit I, is you know incredible live. Thank you. I was just going to say Limp otherwise. Limp Bizkit is unbelievable life. His look right now bothers me, but it shouldn't. Maybe it's just he's gotten older as people. Look, go. I got my hat on backwards. I, just get a, I should get a red one. I want to get a red ball cap Yankees hat, and I could be Fred Durst. 
Dude, I love those in high school. I always that. wore a red Ohio State hat backwards because that makes sense. Because I refused to wear a Yankees hat because I was that hot kind dog of flavored water. Dude, oh my oh. god, what a banger that album is! Oh, You're dude, banger. Very my generation. Oh my god! The Mission Impossible soundtrack was the reason I bought that soundtrack. I openly love Limp Bizkit. I've seen them like again five or six times. I openly love Nickelback. I don't care what anybody says. Limp Bizkit. You want to know what a great cover song they do? Master of Puppets. Yeah, they do many good ones. It's just like in Canada here. Like I get made fun of for liking bare naked ladies, and I don't care. It's a band. They're amazing. if I had a million dollars, if I had, that's such a good song. Man, we went, oh. we went, oh, uh, we, oh, the weirdest concert I've ever been to, by the way, I, you guys will get a kick out of this. It was the Sprite Liquid Mix Tour, and it was, you want to know who played? I don't know if anyone will remember this name, the Nappy Roots. Dude! 311, <laughs> and you know who was the headliner for that? Jay-Z. Okay, weird. That was the concert. It was wild. I don't like 311. I like a few songs by them. I don't like their slow songs like Amber or Love Song. Like throw those uh, down. Give me like down era 311 no, all day. No. And then Jay-Z just came out and like blew the top off the place. It was great. Dude, that's, that I was like heard- 2003. So I think it was like when um, I think like the blueprint <sighs> was just coming out. It was like in the blueprint era of his music. And it was just some of the best rap he's ever put out. Through Sprite? Yeah. Sprite Liquid Mixed Tour, the weirdest thing ever. Me and my roommate went. And then Damn. he all and then he he took off randomly. <laughs> I, I didn't see him like the rest of the show. He didn't need him. Um need so him. we hope hope you enjoyed us going down that music rabbit hole. That was fun. I like that. That was very uh, un, un, unprovoked. Actually, okay. sorry, I was singing at the beginning of the whole thing. Yeah, sometimes things just work out. Um, but if you enjoyed that, uh, you have been listening to Three Dads in a Console. Remember, if you had fun, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube.com/slash Three Dads in a Console, where you can be part of the conversation. Um, join us live every Wednesday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to like us and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Say some like things. Come here and tell Pez how awesome his bandana is. And um, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your time. We hope you have fun, and we'll see you next week. Take care, folks. Bye.